Hey, this that Eastside Johnny Big Redemption like. Know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Get out the way, get out the way, get out the way, yeah. Yeah. Get out the way, get the f up out my way, yeah. Yeah. You either with me or against me, though. You either with me or. Wait. Win. Win, 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 win. Yeah. Curve everything else. Win, 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 win. win. Yeah. All that matters, baby. Win, 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 win. Bring friend, 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 friend. Yeah. Yeah. You fans. Win, 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 win. Get out of the way. Oh, yeah. Great weekend, Ute fans. Welcome to the Utah Football Fans Podcast. Another great week. This was huge. I'm Gary Axsmith, James Russin, Bryn Whitchurch. Look us up. Social media. Sus- uh, subscribe to the podcast. That's where you're going to hear the truth. Because we're worldwide and yeah. coast to coast, everybody. But win, 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 win. What a win. Oh, man. Great victory. Great victory. My heart rate still hasn't come down, by the way. (laughs) I mean, I was nervous. It's a battle. I think we all admitted it. Knew it was going to be. I guess you always hope that it's not going to be. But it was. But we did it. (laughs) We pulled it off. And Bryn was at the game. She was representing. How many Ute fans were at the game, by the way? There was a lot of Ute fans, I heard it was good representation. Um... I mean, we we saw a ton the day before walking around downtown Seattle and everything, okay. just Utah stuff everywhere, which is always so fun because you you know it is fun. See your I fellow Utes, say go Utes when you're walking around. But we had a good turnout. We had probably three sections right where I was, and then which was on the lower tier, and then we also had people up on the upper <clears throat> the yeah. upper deck. Um. We had, the must was there. We had a must bus go, so that was 100 and... Oh, this was the must bus game. This was a must bus game, oh, so good. we had 112 students there. Sadly, they were up on that third... That's where they stuck them. That third deck. That stadium's <laughs> big. Um, but yeah, I was I was impressed. And we were loud. The Utah yeah. fans were loud. Washington fans are not so loud. <laughs> uh it wasn't sold out, I don't think. No. I heard it wasn't sold out, which is sort of really disappointing. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Just whacked my face in the microphone, by That's the way. Re- good job. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry about that. You got really excited about that. I'm really that. surprised by that. No, it wasn't sold out. And so you think about that. It's Utah-Washington championship game rematch. We were number nine in the country, and still they had empty <laughs> seats everywhere. That's weird. It is weird. I thought that was weird. But one thing I will say, that stadium is just beautiful. Their whole atmosphere is amazing. It was a beautiful sunny day, which you don't get very often in Seattle. Not in November. Um, we Cold were there. Sometimes. Yeah, we were there four years ago when we played up there, and it was rainy mm-hmm. <laughs> that whole day like it usually is. So I feel like I didn't get to enjoy the whole scenery of it. But this game, when you're walking to the stadium and the water's right there and everyone's out on their boats and sailgating and all that stadium's hard to beat. Sailgating. 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 I had to think that one through for a second. Yeah. But when we were up there four years ago, is that the one where Wendy almost died because she was sick? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But she toughed it out. (laughs) She was on Thank goodness for medication. (laughs) Right. She was there the whole game. But it was raining and it was dark when Uh when we went in there. I didn't realize the water was right there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's right yeah. there. Where we were sitting anyway. And people dock their boats right there and then walk up to the tailgates. and It's pretty cool. So it it is. And on a beautiful fall day and the sun was shining and their trees have all changed color, that stadium's hard to beat for scenery. But we went in there and beat them. I've so. heard <laughs> again. I've heard that the the stadium is pretty intimidating as far as being a player goes. Yeah, I could see that because it is really big. They've got three. Yeah, it's three tiers. tiers. It can get loud. Do they yeah. have a good student section representation? Um, so their student section is in the end zone, so kind of wraps okay. wraps the end zone. 
but they had empty seats at the top of their Hackers. end zone. So the, the students uh, were there, but again, it just didn't feel very loud. As good as the mus, let's face well, it. Well, no, no one is, so. There you go. Our, stu- our students were louder than their students. I believe that. And we only had 100 of but them. But we traveled well is what I'm hearing. Yes. Good. Yeah. Which well we done. Should, which well we should done. have. All right, 33-28. What a battle, and it was a battle. This was a legit, foot, tough football game. Mm-hmm. You know, throw the emotion out if that's a po- possible, but it was, a, it was a heck of a football game. Um, that breaks the uh, four-game losing streak to Washington. Four-game, yeah, losing streak to Washington. Um, just uh, some, some stats, some information that I find very interesting, which I wasn't aware of until, you know, after the game started looking at things. But Utah held Washington to 53 yards rushing. That's amazing. Including one yard on the ground in the second half. Wait, say that again. What? <laughs> Utah held Washington to 53 yards rushing, including just one yard on the ground in the decisive second half. They had one yard rushing in the entire second half? What it said. I didn't know that. What? Well, the guy threw a thousand times. Yeah, I they, they know, threw it 52 times. I guess verify if you want, but that's what I these don't even, notes say. Wow. But Jeez. bottom line is 53 yards rushing. Wow. Um, oh, so once we after we were trailing 14-13, which was at halftime, uh, Utah converted six of their eight third-down conversion opportunities. That was significant. Yes. That's always big. That's a huge stat. Um, okay. We'll talk more about it, but Huntley, Tyler Huntley. Killing it. 284, 19 for 24, and a TD throwing. And I think he And ran one. And ran one. Mm-hmm. No interceptions. Again. Um, so we have uh, Zach Moss rushed for 100 yards on 27 carries. He did break, and we may not have heard it, but he broke the Utah school record for total touchdowns <laughs> because he caught one and he ran one. Just so, another record. How many more records can uh, he beat? So there you go. Good grief. <laughs> um, Jalen Dixon. He had 72 yards receiving, and we're gonna we're gonna shout out again Terrell Burgess. Yeah, the strong safety. It's when you watch these games, you don't take you know, these stats just don't jump out at you. But he was the leading tackler again on the team and had some really big plays, some too. great plays. So I think he had 10, 10 tackles, ten uh, total tackles. Props the, to the man to with the beautiful, Terrell. beautiful smile. Oh, there you go, the beautiful man. There you the go, beautiful man with the beautiful smile. Well, and I think it, Huntley only had. If I remember right, one incompletion the entire second half. What? I, I think that's I right. I don't know. I can't. I'm, I'm pretty I'm positive he had one incompletion the entire second half. If if he had more than that, it was two. <laughs> I mean, he he played phenomenal Jeez. that game. You know, and it wasn't just these little dink dunk four yard. He stretched the field and, and had some big, big plays. It was awesome. Blackman, another pick, uh, team leading third of of the year, and Mike Tafua, his third fumble recovery mm-hmm. of the of the season, which is impressive. Those it are is. just important things you just don't think much about. Uh, but props to all those guys for stepping up and doing all that stuff. They, if you follow, we've talked about him in the past on the on the podcast, but if you're not already, follow Yogi Roth on on Instagram because he breaks down the big games on his Instagram page and he broke down this game and he probably had 25 different little things and just the how well our defense played. Um, Blackman, in particular, had just played phenomenal. Burgess, he calls out, and uh, Jalen Johnson. I mean, it just... What we know, but th- that rushing statistic you gave is crazy. One rushing yard in an entire half of football. Well, so Kirk Herbstreet named Utah football his top performing team of the week. Right on, as it should be. That's not. And, I'm, I'm not surprised. You know, Coach Witt gave the game ball to the entire team because it really was every person on that team. Yeah. That game that had to fight back and win. So. Yeah. Some awesome accolades that they're getting this week. You know, and that, that game started, it didn't start off pretty. We were down oh. at 14 to 3 at one point. The old line was not playing well. We couldn't get any push. 
no protection. So the fact that the O-line, they made some adjustments, pretty much put the starting five back in together, and, and from that point forward, really owned the line of scrimmage. And after that point where they put the starting five back in the game, because there were some injuries and some guys were questionable that didn't start the game, Huntley wasn't sacked again the rest of the game. So pretty much from midway through the second quarter on, that's when we started to take over the game. Well, and Moss then could get some running room too. Exactly. And everything starts with with the run game, especially in the Utah offense. It all starts with Zach Moss in the run game. And they finally got some traction and were able to establish a run, which opens up everything. It was beautiful. I'll tell you, though, man, I was so stressed out. <laughs> oh, my I'm sure just like every Utah fan out there, I mean, freak, get on the Facebook page and go back to the first half. Yeah. People were jumping off of bridges. But dang, what a win. Great win. Utah had uh, 399 total yards, basically 400 yards. Washington, 369 yards. So we outgained them um, in yards. Yeah, so Utah rushed for 115 total yards. Of course, 100 by, by Moss and then 15 by the others. 53 yards uh, by Washington. Um, That's crazy. I mean, a couple of those were sacks, insane. but still. Yeah. Because sacks count as negative rush yards, but yeah. still. So we, ru- still. we threw for 284. They threw for 316, but he, he threw it. He threw it more than double what Huntley he, threw. He, he threw a ton. Um so Blackman, we know Burgess had, so he had the pick, but he had also, he was second leading tackler. That's why mm-hmm. Yogi Roth, good shout out to him because he had eight tackles. Uh, and then we had, which I think is impressive, under that was um, John Passini had seven. So he was the third, and then Francis Bernard, um, as far as tackles go. There was a, okay, well, let's talk, let's talk Huntley. Let's talk Huntley. Um, another fantastic game. Um, uh, you know, he's not fully healthy. We mm-hmm. all can see it. He, uh-huh. he looked better than the, the other game, but mm-hmm. he 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 he's just a warrior. He took some big hits, made some unbelievable throws, and we'll just say this again. Let me. So the QBR. The QBR. That's. Of course, that's the ESPN QBR just for this game between Eason and Huntley. Who everyone's saying Eason's a NFL quarterback. Okay, just so Eason had his QBR was forty eight for the game. Is that good? And Tyler Huntley was ninety one point nine ninety two. That's that's putting all of it together as a quarterback and how it affects the entire game, not just throwing fifty two times, which. Eason did, and he's good. He's very good. He's good, but that there, there you go in that in that game, and so and and so if we just talk nationally again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Huntley remains number five in the nation. We say this every week. He didn't go up. He didn't go down. He's, he remains this week number five in the nation with his QBR. You know what stood out to me? Um, I don't remember. I think it was third quarter. I, I think I'm pretty sure it was second half. So I think it was third quarter, but. Huntley was scrambling and he ran and he slid and because he wanted to protect himself from getting hit. And we've talked about this before his progression from last year, last year he would have kept running, taken a big hit, hit, could have gotten injured. And he, he has progressed so much. It's just amazing to watch. He slid because he knew he had to protect himself I mean, I can't say enough good things about the guy, but that really stood out to me. I mean, his throws, everything else he did was awesome, but when I saw that, I was like, yep, that shows his progression. There was a, this was before the game, too, a stat that I read or heard. I can't remember what it was, but Huntley of passes over 20 yards, he's 61%. Yeah, and it, yeah, over twenty yards, he is sixty-one percent. I think he completion. leads the country. He leads. Uh, he leads the Pac-12. Oh, Pac-12 leads the Pac-12 for sure. I don't know about the country. That's a great Plus, stat. I think he. When you look at, 
and I don't have it right in front of me, but I'm sh- almost positive of it, at least in the Pac-12. The Pac-12. You look at the quarterbacks. A lot, you know, some guys have a whole bunch of more yards, all that stuff, without getting into it. But yards per throw, Huntley leads it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, he averages more per pass than anybody else. Um, of course, now the 61% was prior to the Washington game, and, I, and he made some throws. In the Washington game, so that that yeah. probably slightly ticked up some, but he leads the Pac-12 in a percent in percentage over twenty yards, and to me, that's one of the key differences that we have not seen mm-hmm. with Utah. It's not some out for five yards or three yards, or we can't go downfield over and over. This whole entire season is we've made massive, big chunk plays, mm-hmm. and uh, props to Huntley. My biggest thing for Huntley is number one, just the the dude's a warrior. I mean, he's obviously hurt. He's playing on a jacked-up ankle, foot, knee, probably all. And he's out there giving it everything for this team. I mean, it, it is just unbelievable how much he loves the, this team and wants to win. So that is awesome. And then for the, uh, the second thing that he has come so far is his pocket awareness. So in the past, we've talked about this. He, he would one read, there'd be pressure, take off, and run. There was a play in this last game where pressure's coming. He slides, slides, slides. There's a, a, a spot where he, he could take off and run and probably gain a couple yards. Instead, he dumps it off to Moss, and Moss stiff arms a guy, gets 12 yards. I mean, it just, his, he, this Huntley compared to last year and especially his sophomore year, yep. it's, I never would have thought that he would have mm-hmm. come this far. It's amazing, and I'm so happy for the guy. There was a stat that came out on, and Bryn actually texted this to us. Um, the best all-time Pac-12 single-season quarterback rating. Okay? So number two is Marcus Mariota in 2014. Now, this is the a different system than the QBR, but his rating was 181.7. Tyler Huntley's got a better quarterback rating right now than Mariota had when he won the Heisman. That's insane. Huntley's at 182.5. Different styles. I mean, freaking, I think that Mariota threw for 40 touchdowns, and, but they're, you know, whatever. Huntley is taking care of the ball. He's stretching the field. He's making great, great decisions and winning football games. We're lucky to have him. It's awesome. It's great. He's playing great ball. Um, okay, so it was Washington's bye week. And also, uh, they were guaranteed to win then. So, after <laughs> obviously, after um, a bye, Peterson is like 500 and oh, and oh, until mm-hmm. this last game. Oh, and coming off a loss too, which he's also 500 and oh, so he was a thousand and oh <laughs> coming into this week. Thing is, which with Peterson, is he is, you know, he's he's clever, he gives him two weeks to game plan for the Utes. Plus, if you do look at uh, their scoring throughout the season, and I think we mentioned this last week, is the first quarter is this quarter where they score more uh, points than any other, the first and the third, but the first substantially more. So you have you have him game uh, two weeks off to game plan for the Utes, and and then the, and so their first quarter they score anyway. So it was all coming. You know, perfect storm in some regard. Now, I can't remember who I was listening to post-game. I think it was Francis Bernard. Anyway, talking about the game. And uh, it was I think it was Scott Mitchell asked him, you know, what was the differences? See, and it's, it's these things that we don't, we don't recognize, but he mentioned some of the subtle differences they had not, because they, they watch film too on Washington. But there were some subtle differences on their alignments they yeah. had not seen before because this is what, this was with game planning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he said there were also a number of things we never saw in film mm-hmm. that were brand new. And so that and <laughs> that's and so it makes sense they're having some difficulty and they're playing and they're a freaking good football yeah. team. But then as time goes on, Scally and the and you know the coaches start to assess what's going on. They start adjusting to it and adapting to it. And as the game went on, yep. you, it, it we was took obvious. Over. But you have to realize that stuff went on. I thought we did a good job. When you consider, what was the score after the first? They only, they only scored a seven in the first quarter. First quarter was 7-0. That's 
that's good. And then they were up seven to three, or sorry, fourteen to three at one point, and it could have gotten out of hand. I think you were gonna, you you mentioned this. We had a huge stop on them. Well, I I guess what I was gonna say first of all, in the uh, first quarter, in the first quarter where we got the fumble on the fifteen yard line. Oh yeah. And we, and we only come away, came away with second quarter. That was the first quarter. We came away with three points. Yeah, it's frustrating. It, it 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 was really frustrating. You know that would have been big, but we didn't. And I think as we watch, if you you know you you think of the game, and Eason for a, you know quite a stretch there, he was he was pretty clean in the pocket. He had all day, but. As the game went on and as, as the tide began to turn, even into the second half, when once Eason had pressure, he was not half as good as when he's just sitting there no. clean. And I guess you could say that about a lot of quarterbacks. But once the pressure, even if we didn't hit the guy, it, it made it made a yep. bunch of difference. But, you know, our O-line, I'm, I'm with you, James. We struggled there. It, it took a while, even with the adjustments. I would actually say that the line of scrimmage – both our offensive line and defensive line for, uh, you know, at least half of the game, we weren't winning the battles. Yeah, yeah That's reality. Yep. That's reality. Um, so it was um, – this was at the – tell me what you think about this or what your impressions, just to kind of remember the game. It's interesting if as you think back, as, th- as the game is unfolding and these key moments – that could have been the keys to to have get blown out, actually. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So if you recall, everybody, it was 14-3, and Washington had the ball. They're up 14-3, second quarter. They had the ball, and we stopped them. That was a m- huge stop. If they could go down the field and score, it's 21-3. And then, it, yeah. yeah, I mean, and that's rough. That's really, really the momentum. Rough. But anyway, we stopped him. It's fourteen three. We put a drive together. In fact, there was a fourth down mm-hmm. that we got a first down and a fourth down, and then that Moss scores and it's fourteen ten. Following that, Washington <laughs> gets the ball, and all world genius coach Peterson. Decides to gamble, as you remember, he tra- he decided to. Well, were, were they on the forty five? They were on the our forty five. So instead of punting and putting us down at the ten, he went for it. He went for it. We stopped him. We got the ball, which we were moving the ball. Clock went out. We got yeah. three points. So yeah, we go into half fourteen. Thir- that's big stuff. That's yeah. a huge swing between what you're saying, either twenty one to three. Yes, exactly. Or fourteen thirteen at half. Uh-huh. I and, mean, huge. And, and then the yep. momentum. Coming out of the into the second half between those two scenarios, just a world of difference. Because if you look, if, if I just remember thinking when we were watching the game, is it felt like we were somewhat getting dominated. <laughs> it felt that way, and to only be down by one, yeah. I felt like yes. some victory was there. Well, I don't know about anybody else, Coach Wed even said post game in his interview, he said how enormous that field goal was it yeah. just it kicked the field goal down by one point go into halftime and you're kind of sitting there going that entire half felt like we got killed and we're down by a point and we were driving on that drive it wasn't that we stalled out as we, we ran out of time yeah but he he gambled and he paid i don't he, feel, pay, uh, good for peterson well and so he gambled <laughs> the guy to to be fair it was a great play call they brought the tight end across he Got the ball, and our defender, yeah, they, I don't remember who it was, knocked it out. I think Bernard was in on that. Bernard was on the tackle. I can't remember who the second guy was. I wish I could because the guy had it in his hands and was going to catch it. Our defender knocks it out. We take over three points. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was huge. It was huge. And, yeah, and in the second half, the, the defense really adjusted to what Peterson was doing in their offense, brought pressure, and then for me, the play of the game, the Johnson pick six, was just, he read it, undercut it, and it's funny, there's a view from behind Eason. It's hilarious. He, the second that ball leaves his hand, you can see him go, oh, shit. Yeah, he knew. <laughs> he he knew. starts to run over to try to, t- I mean, Johnson hadn't even cut on it yet, and he yeah. knew. 
Pick six. Let, I mean, let's, okay, exactly. Let's set it up. I'm with you. That was the key that was to the, the game. play of the game. Baby. So here's how here's how it is. If you can fill in the blanks, if I'm missing some stuff. But uh, let me back up though. Remember, Washington mm-hmm. got the ball first in the second half, and Mamboob scored. And they were no, they didn't. <laughs> they were moving the ball. <laughs> they were moving the ball. And that's when Blackman picked, picked them off, off down, down and stopped their first right, drive. Right yeah. by the end zone. And they were moving. It was down on the five or ten or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. That was huge. And that was a great play. He, yeah, great play so, by Blackman. It was about at the um what was it, about the eight minute mark, and it was twenty one thirteen at the time. Um we fumbled. Oh. And we were moving the ball. So we're moving the ball, and we fumbled at the Washington 20, stopped us. Mm-hmm. Our next drive, um, we were moving the ball. We had the ball at the 50, which is about the 320 mark of the third. We fumbled again. Back-to-back drives, fumbled the ball. And I can remember on that second fumble, I'm just thinking to myself. I thought, honestly. It's it. just not our day. I it's, thought we were done. It's, yeah. We're making these mistakes. And I yeah. felt so bad because it was Wilmore on that second one. we were doing... Yeah. Yeah. And and you could see it and I I'll admit I thought that's it. Yeah. We're gonna lose I because just of these. I sat back on the freaking couch and went, Are you Well yeah, because those <laughs> things are so hard to bounce back from. But but then what James <laughs> said, this then then this is what happened. Eason Oops. Oopsies. <laughs> Johnson. Johnson pick boom. Pick six. Boom, man. And I got lightheaded. I was celebrating. My, we were so jumping, much. dude. <laughs> My favorite, favorite part of that entire play is Johnson throwing <laughs> Blackman, Blackman in front of Eason to Get block out of him. The way. Pushes him into Eason. Yeah. I love that. And Eason, I don't think, was really trying to tackle no. him. He was pansy. I just out. loved that. Like, yeah. Just here, blo- block for me, Blackman. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> it was yeah. awesome. It was amazing. No question. I mean, there's some big plays. We'll mention a couple others, but that obviously because we just fumbled twice, yeah. back-to-back drives, and, you, and it, we were just like, okay, we're we're just sh- cliche shooting ourselves in the foot. Yeah, <laughs> but twice. Now the other thing is we score, we take the lead, we're up by five, we're, and we get screwed on a two-point conversion. That was in, by the way. I couldn't tell. It was of- in. Do some deductive freaking reasoning and go, okay, his foot's on the line. The ball's over his foot on this angle. Dumbass ref can't, can't see the ball. Goes, no, no, he should. That whole nother freaking topic. But then we get the ball back. He was in. No, no we're going to pass over that yet. He was in. He, he was in. The, the idiot <laughs> How ref, the, 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 the ref that called it was the dude. Was, does he have X-ray vision he's through his back? Him. He was behind the play. He couldn't see the ball. He didn't so know where the ball was. So he's freaking guessing. guessing. Where's pure the guessing. other loser on the other side? There's no way he wasn't in. So here's my issue. How the hell is it 2019 and we have two camera angles that are like 400 feet above the stadium is the best angles we've got. And they got two of them. That's that, it? That is weird. We don't have down the goal line from both sides. What the freak, Fox? Let's go. Okay? You got to make it just a rule. If we're going to be making those calls, put some freaking... Put some cameras down the goal line. <laughs> that guy was in, He man. was in. He was in. We Unless got... he was holding the ball out like this. He, he catches it. I... He was freaking in. So I thought that was going to come back and bite us. But then yeah. we stop him. They punt. Okay? Next drive, we drive down the field and score a touchdown. Okay, that drive was enormous. Took time off the clock, and we went up by freaking twelve points. Yeah, and yeah, old Utah. I'll say, it, old Utah is a three and out, and punt the ball back with seven minutes left. <laughs> yeah, but it was the it, the thing is that the two plays uh-huh. was the forty five yarder to Dixon on third down. That's what I'm. That was what I was talking about. We yep. never used to do that. Stuff. No, no, Huntley sat in the pocket. And it was like this. Whew, Float, and I, I remember throw, the ball dude. being in the air going, there's nobody over there? Yeah. And then Dixon, and then the Nakua. It's almost the same freaking play. But the but at the end of the um, the Dixon, at the end of that drive, that's the play that Huntley scored. Yeah. Okay, he's gimping over there. <laughs> he's kind of faking, kind of faking. He scores. He took a hit, took a man. Hop, pops right back up. I thought he was done. 
He got hit. Loved yeah. it. I'm, I was love it. That, was that on your end or not? No, that was the opposite end from where we were. But when I watched it on the board, I mean, he, he took a just shot. gets hit. And he I got thought, hit really oh, hard. Oh, no, he's done. Uh-huh. But he popped up. What uh, a freaking champion. Then love the other drive dude. you're talking about, again, this is where, this is 2019 Utah, Nakua. <laughs> we, it was catch. third. That catch? Freaking down again. It was third and like 12 yeah, or something. Yeah, we... It, it was, it was, and and again that throw is he's back there. He launches it. Nakua's not even has not even turned yet. He's not even around the he turned yet. ball. Boom, catch, and we end up scoring. That was where Moss scored. Our receiver and he ran Moss. over that oh, dude. He destroyed, yeah. he destroyed that guy. That guy. Yeah. Can you imagine? You're a freaking safety that, and your job is to stop Moss from getting an extra four he inches. Just step no aside. Way. There's no way. He, Nick, he was like he he was like six foot one, and after that play, he was like five foot nine. His neck went down in. It was unbel- it, it, It's unbelievable. Moss. No, our receivers. Can you believe our no. receivers? You we you missed talking about when I think it was Thompson. He kind of caught it behind him. Behind That's him. a big play. I mean, and I think those three were all in the same quarter. Yeah. Those three catches. Yep. Our receivers were just lights out. They played I've ne- phenomenal. I mean, like you're saying, when those balls went in the air, I just thought, oh, There's great. no way. He's going to get picked. No one's going to pick that up. And then all of a sudden, our receiver's out of nowhere. That Dixon catch. Because <laughs> it was. It was a long. So the ball's in the air on, on the TV. Throw, you can't man. see Dixon. He wait, He's oh, like well, two yeah. foot was six. It Brock Hewitt? Was it, is it Brock Hewitt? <laughs> Brock guy? Dick Hewitt, who used to be quarterback Honestly, though, at Washington. I, he made some complimentary statements about i mean yeah after the game no during the game (laughs) that part i mean he he that was that was a beautiful throw man oh it was perfect on the on the money i just liked nakua's little dance i know the little little shimmy that was sweet he caught the ball that was sweet (laughs) but dude what a freaking win we did it (laughs) and then they scored on that last drive which took up a ton of yeah ton of minutes plus the the reality is they may i got you have to give them credit was it like two or three it's times? Like three on, fourth downs. They got them, and they weren't easy. Yeah, Guys they were like fourth plays. and ten, and blitzes, and they made plays. And then, and they scored, but that was, and then the onside's over. Game, set, match. <laughs> I eat it. That's why I say eat it, Washington. But our special teams also on that onside kick, the first guy, how he stepped aside, I mean, that's a heads-up play, too. Let it roll back. Yeah, because if it had touched him, a then it... I don't know. I don't know who it was. Man, it was a nice. It just velcroed. Blackman's the one that recovered (laughs) it. Yeah, recovered it. But the guy in front of him, yeah, don't want to hit him because it bounces off. He was gonna catch it, and then it. He stepped aside and let it roll back to Blackman. So everyone was just firing on all cylinders. It was (laughs) was great, amazing. It was a. It was a a true team win, though. It was. And when Whittingham said after the game that this was one of like the most satisfying wins he's ever had at, at Utah. Yeah, it had to have been. I mean. At Washington, hard place to play with all the stuff that's on the line going forward. You know, classic Utah in November, all the stuff that we've been hearing. <laughs> and, and I mean, things were lined up for us to go up. I mean, you're exactly right. It's 14 to 3. If it's 21 to 3, it's over. I get, ball game. But the, the freaking whole, the whole team stepped up. Took a while though. It was it was well into the third quarter that we actually started yeah. to dominate yeah. the game. But, in, but but we did. But we did, and it's interesting to hear what Bernard said because it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. There are things, motion and formations and personnel groupings that the defense had never seen before. So it makes sense that it's confusion. And props to Scally, the dude yeah. has all year he's been amazing, and he made some great adjustments this game. So props to him too. So. We're good, well, we're in good position. Got work to do, but... Uh, yeah, let's talk about that. So we got UCLA in uh, two weeks, 6 o'clock. Rice-Eccles. On Fox to, again. On Fox, National. It's... Uh, it's. Look, yeah, it's huge. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, you know, I know everyone's... You listen to people, oh, yeah, we're just flying through now. No. I, I don't no. want to... You know, we've got next week to... to, to Break that down, but so what we've got is UCLA, Arizona, Colorado, mm-hmm. two at home, one away. It's it's right there before us to get to the championship game, and um, we should feel good about it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, nothing happens, but that's why we play. It's, there's no gimmies. 
No. But but we're in a good spot. Well, and I love on And USC got. And yeah. USC lost, which was fun. <laughs> That's an understatement Phenomenal. to say they lost. They got, they got beat down. I think things kind of imploded at the perfect time. <laughs> you could watch Clay Helton's job slip out of his hand. All I'm thinking is Urban's going to be sitting on that sideline next year. I know. That's why this year is so important for the youth. I'm telling you. I, we all but, we said that. I know. <laughs> so to win, I don't know. It's just it's it's right there in front of us. And and this bye week comes at a perfect time to come off of yeah, such a, it's a an great emotional time. It's a great time win, for us. and you can you can celebrate that win for a while, and then you refocus. You got you're refocusing. You got three games left: two at home, and then one of those is at Arizona, which that one makes me nervous. I got to say because we struggle with those Arizona schools, they especially all, on the road. They all make I know, me nervous. But this I isn't mean, our. This isn't. I know. I know. It's a different team. All teams are different. This is different. So it is right there. Yep. All right. Um, a couple of things. Uh, we a couple of things to talk about. Uh, Brian Keel. Okay, Brian Keel. We don't throw too many props out. Or I'm not not prop. a prop. What, what the freak, freak are you talking saying? about? What I'm calling him out. He's a zoob. He played linebacker. Wasn't a linebacker yeah, for he's the a linebacker for the zoob. Now he's Mister What Know It All. I, they all are Know It All. All of a sudden they retire. Their football players retire. And they're and they know everything. the University of Utah. How about, about you? shut the freak up? We don't need to hear you. Yeah, I don't anyway, care your I'm, opinion. I'm listening to him talk to uh, <laughs> uh, PK and DJ. How do you? I, and uh, and he his up until this game, this was prior to the game. Yeah, I mean, I only caught it the tail end of it, end of it, and I don't follow him on Twitter. So whatever, all I can say is my reference to what I heard. And he was he thinks up until this point that Huntley was a game manager. That he's not that fantastic, just a game manager, which in of itself is so freaking stupid. Yeah, but anyway. Because, you know, he's fifth in the nation, QBR, and he can only run the plays he's told to run, and he runs them well, and all the stuff we talk about. But anyway... Oh, he hasn't played anybody. He's a game manager, and all these teams aren't that good. Well, hey, loser. <laughs> They're all in the Pac-12, so yeah. they've got talent. But he said, unless Huntley goes out in this game and has a good game, uh, and it just doesn't manage the game... Then I'm not going to think he, you know, he. I'm not going to think he's that good. But if he does come and play well, then I'll eat all the crow that there is. I'll eat as much crow as I need to eat. Well, well, hey, Keel, buddy, how's that crow tasting, loser? It's 300 yards, a touchdown, no interceptions, and a W. Good enough for (laughs) you, freaking idiot. Throwing TD, a running TD, 284. 91 QBR is that does that is that satisfying? That's good that enough for sounds you. Sounds pretty good. No, I do. Freaking you got to admit. I st- okay, he did. He came out, but he came out on Twitter yeah. that night or the next day, and he said, and I it, he puts a caveat in front of it and says, for most of the game, Huntley was <laughs> mostly mediocre. Best bull crap. Bull, by the way. Mostly mediocre. Mostly mediocre. What game were you? Hey, watching? by the way, is it? He can't say mostly mediocre. It's yeah, I think you're that's mediocre. a double no, negative. Double negative. Sorry, Keel. Go back to Mostly. go back to Zuby school. <laughs> it's just he was m- mediocre. And then he says, <laughs> but he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. He played pretty he freaking good. good. It wasn't his fault. He's getting t- sacked. Right. Yeah. You, the yeah. old line was crap. Let's just say it for the first for a bit quarter and a half of the game. Took time to settle in. Okay. Fault. Okay. So then he says, I'll read it. He says about five minutes left in the third, he stepped up like a man and showed why he's better than a game manager. (laughs) (laughs) Gritty, smart, tough, safe, accurate. Perfect compliment to Utah's, and he says Utah's elite D and punishing run game. Nice job, Tyler. You proved me wrong. He's damn right, he proved damn, me wrong. Damn, damn right. Cover his butt. So get that Traeger grill out. And smoke some crow. And get some crow. And get some, Put some butter on that get crow. Some butter and some spices and some salt and pepper. And cook up that crow. Because you're going to eat it. I'd but say here's about, the thing. To, to, I got about 15 crow he could be eating. Yeah. To, to call Huntley a game manager at this point anyway is just freaking moronic. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's, it's, <laughs> it's mostly stupid. so that one bugged me and then the other thing that i'll say 
Jordan Love sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's talk. Can we talk about that? Uh, okay. Yeah. Bring that up. Okay. Yeah. So before the year, we all know this. Well, mo- probably most of us know this. Before the year, 1280 of the zone does a 60 and 60. So once a day, they, they count down the quote unquote best players in, in the state out of the three major. Okay. The one major team and the two baby brothers. <laughs> okay. Right. So it's voted on by the sport, the, the Utah sports media. Okay, they give this ballot out to I don't know how many twenty analysts out there who somehow know more than all of us. I don't know why they know more than me, but apparently they do. Apparently, okay. at least number one on the list was Zach Moss. Okay, I agree with that. He's the best okay. player in the state. Yeah. Number two on the list, Jordan Love. Who the freak? Okay, did it? He sure he didn't sucks. look like it on Saturday. <laughs> He sucks. There were plays where there were three Zoobs in a row lined up, and he was like, all right, I'll throw it to that guy, I guess. Yeah, I guess you couldn't see the first two Zoobs, in fr- or the, the three Zoobs lined up. Is he blind? You bl- <laughs> what? I get he has all the, quote-unquote, physical tools, and he's six foot. It doesn't matter if you throw 19 interceptions <laughs> per game. The one I heard, though, I didn't, I didn't read that one. I was watching one of the panels on TV. Okay. And they they they're saying who's the what of the three quarterbacks of the two baby brothers in Utah. So of those three quarterbacks, Little Willie, Jordan Love and Huntley. Okay, the best quarterback in the state is Jordan Love, then it's Little Willie. Who and, said this? And then then it's Huntley. <laughs> That's where this? they do it on channel, uh, oh, like channel 2 5 or whatever. Channel 2 and you got Riley Jensen, you got Alema Harrington. Who, by the way, is off his meds or something. Dude, no, he's on his meds. He's Too on many his meds. meds. He, his brain. And Dolce. And, but they, what they're saying is the, the, the best quarterback. Well, let's see. Let's see. Huntley is, uh, there's no question who is the best quarterback in the state of Utah. Because, like you said, Love is like throwing 15 interceptions a game. <laughs> he, I mean, what the crap is going on? And then where's little Willie? Have we seen a little Willie? I know. Oh, he hurt his little thummy. He's thummy. Yeah. Little Willie isn't playing. What happened? So no, I guess he's not the best. They can all go to Keel's house and have some. Yeah. Crow so go together. eat together. Yeah, it's just <laughs> hey Keel, put a few more crow yeah, on because they all got to go to your house. It's just I, that's weird. You go down the some, list. They've got get some corn out and some beans and have some crow. You guys. That's what I'm saying. They got little Willie as number ten on the best sixteen sixty. So let's go down. If you go down the top right now. Go, go, yeah, go, go to the down top the 10 top, right now. The top players in the state. In the state, and you might as well give the whole Utah team. <laughs> Honestly. Not, I'm not I'm not no, I'm not homering this. You no. got Moss, Johnson, Anai, Fotu, Blackman, Huntley, um, Penasini. Who am I missing? Who am I missing? The whole Bernard. 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 I would take Lloyd. Burgess. 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 Lloyd. And I'm missing all the entire I'm freaking sorry, offensive I'm sorry line. I'm missing you. Did you say Blackman? Yeah, Blackman. Anyway. Oh, I would take all four of our running backs before I would take any of the other running backs in the entire state. Nakua, Dixon, yeah. Enos. Yeah, Enos, Thompson. Thompson. You guys are playing, man. Nurse. They're balling, dude. So, yeah. you know, there you have it. So what I'm saying is next year, <laughs> Hans and Scotty G, send me a list. How's that? Yeah, let, us, let, let us, me freaking do it. Let, let us, us go through it. We'll, we'll, we'll. Oh, they had the fan vote this year, which counted for like a 14th, fan vote, one fourteenth of a percent. Yeah, I didn't mean anything. You get zoobs doing it. They don't know nothing. They don't know anything. <laughs> when they've got, when they're voting for Little uh, Willie, hold on. So they, just for reference, they got Little Willie as number ten on here. Mm-mm. That's ahead of Jordan Penasini. I'm pretty sure he's going to be in the NFL. Gidry, Bernard, Darren Paulo. Oh, that's also ahead of Man or not Manny Bowen. It was, but um, Lloyd. I mean, mm. give me a freaking break. Little Willie, <laughs> Jordan Love, Willie Willie. Good grief! Sorry, people. Sorry. Right now, you, it's, Idiots. Huddle, it's it's. I mean, I don't know. It's by pos- you go by position. It's Utah across the board. Across the board. But if you want to say, I mean, the high, the high profile and the key positions, the best players, Huntley and Moss. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
Bottom line. I mean, easy. Huntley. Like, not even just close. Top, I mean, just quick four is Huntley, Moss, Lecky Fotu, Bradley, and I. Right there. I mean, hell, those four could beat the other two teams in the state by themselves. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh. Probably. I watched that game, by the way. That was like two high school teams <laughs> beating up on each other. One was like a Division One high school team, Utah State. What the freak? Yeah, they choked it. Did you see that Utah State called their blackout dark mode as well? They did? Yeah. No, I missed that. <laughs> That's so stupid. Dark mode. Like, literally six days after Utah. I wonder where they got that idea. It's so clever. Why are... Utah State and BYU can't come up with anything original. No, they can't. They, they, can't. Co- they copy everything we do. But they claim that it's... But it's the third down roar, not the... <laughs> Jump! They don't roar. We've talked about that. <laughs> we already went Can over. I, here, here's a here's a here's a question, you fans. And you know, because we were talking, Bryn, you had um, mm-hmm. Washington. You had some Ute fans with you that were right behind you. They were right in front of me. Oh, right in front of you. We had a group right in front of us who were so intoxicated <laughs> that. They were playing Jello on the bench in front of us. It's like third and four, games tied, and they're well, playing Jello. And these are grown adults, probably in their fifties, I would say, Freak. A- acting like they're five years old. Good for them. Um, they'd been on a boat <laughs> prior to the game, sailgating, 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 and then they <laughs> then they left. They left at halftime to go drink on the boat. More sailgating. Again, which I thought, okay, good. They're not going to come back. They came back middle of the third quarter. But the one thing I'll give to him, the really, really drunk guy in front of me, when Washington has the ball, he goes, pick six. Next thing you know, Johnson had the <laughs> Maybe ball. Maybe that's the secret. There it is, So, dude. man, he could see into the future. I don't know what was going yeah, on. He was but so drunk he could see a play ahead. Yeah, he called it. Uh, here, here's all I'm just saying. I don't, you know, drink away. Have some fun, party down, but why do you want to go spend all that money to get to Washington for the tickets? And they won't remember. And not even know they were there. Yeah, I don't know. They won't remember a thing. I can say that about Rice Eccles. You know, you go to a game and some of the people are just yeah. But Rice Eccles, you're not flying up there. That's getting a hotel for two nights. I mean. You're two grand into it between all of you. (laughs) Yeah, and and renting a boat. You wake up the next morning and go. Did we win? The hell was I last night? <laughs> I got a flight in two hours. I don't even remember what the freaking... You got to go on YouTube and watch the highlights. Yeah, they, were, they were a little much. <laughs> yeah. Just a little much. Good for them. Good. Glad you enjoyed it. That's cool. Represent, I guess. All right, we're winding down, and therefore, it is now the Dick Award. And Bryn, dun, dun, present dun. it. Going up to Washington, so my husband and I when we were flying up there, he found a podcast by Washington because, and he wanted to listen to it to see what they had to say about us. So I'm a little hesitant to critique other podcasters. Do it. Do because it. You can't, you can't critique this one. So no, we're, we're, we're perfect. perfect. Their podcast is called all we hear is purple. It's mm. cute. Um, for, I mean, whatever the quality of it wasn't that great, but the things they said, this is why they get the Dick Award. So first of all, they said, Huntley's not that good of a quarterback. Was it Brian Keel? Uh, <laughs> maybe. He's in disguise up there. <laughs> Dick. I, I, think, I think we've disputed that throughout this episode. The second thing they said is that our secondary is not very impressive. <laughs> well, I think Eason would disagree now after throwing mm. some of those those picks into the air. Two picks? It was just very strange. I don't... It's like they hadn't watched one game of ours and they hadn't even looked at what we had done the two weeks prior to basically holding two teams to shutouts. So they get the dick award. It was weird. Do your research, people. Yeah, they didn't... Apparently, I mean, I didn't hear it. You heard it, but they didn't even... Yeah, they didn't even do research and give the accolades that our team deserves. And are getting nashy. It's like they're just making crap up. It was just like they were just going, oh, well, we're going to win. They're not that good. So blah, blah, yeah, blah. they deserve the dick. It's just very strange. I'm just going to add on there. So it's not a double dick. It's just, it, it, it kind <laughs> of a... goes with it. Because I was listening, it was two weeks ago when USC was playing Colorado on, 
unfortunately, Colorado choked the game, but I was listening to ESPN Radio, which was the USC broadcast. Okay. Oh, God. So it was their announcers, and they were talking about the scenarios that were going to happen. You know, they were down at the time because it was halftime, and so they were talking scenarios, but all of them, um, because they were worried about losing to Colorado. That was what they were worried, Mm because they were figuring, and they were emphatic that Utah was not going to beat Mm-hmm. Washington. Hmm. They're going to say this. Well, this is going to happen. This scenario, but Utah, you know, as, you know, as good as they are, and we've, you know, we beat them, but they're not going to beat Washington. And I'm thinking, okay, well, we'll see. So, in honor of the USC broadcasters, <laughs> you get the Dick Award along with these Washington podcasters that have no freaking clue of how good we are, but they do now. Give credit where credit is due. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I mean, last week, we were talking about Washington. And it's like, look, they're a exactly. really good team. Peterson's. A great coach. Eason is a very good quarterback. They're, they're a good team. Man. They're a good team. Dang so, good team. So freaking give great. them credit. But to just go out and say, well, the quarterback's not that good, and and the uh, the secondary's really not that good. That's just freaking lazy, <laughs> man. Stupid. Are you, what, what are you? Dumb. Dumb to dumb. Dicks. Dumb. Well, <laughs> Ute fans, Ooh, it's looking good. Let's keep this yeah. going. Let's win, win, win. Enjoy the bye week. Take your heart medication because i gotta take mine the ibs will <laughs> level oh. off the ibs is kind of level off in preparation for the final push oh man <laughs> well that was that maybe was not po- that was poetic <laughs> see there you have it i hope so but go Utes. Go Utes. it's go a Utes. good time to be a you it's a perfect Utes. time number eight. Oh yeah and the uh the college football rankings come out tomorrow that's big. Th- and that's the that's important one. The AP this is means big. crap, and it's nothing. But tomorrow is when they come out. Tomorrow night, I'm going to guess we're going to be right about right about 8. It's, it's a Which great time. It's perfect. It's wonderful. It's perfect. It's lining up, people. Let's enjoy. Go Utes. Hey, this is the east side Johnny Big Redemption light. Know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Get out the way, get out the way, get out the way, yeah. Yeah. Get out the way, get out the the way, Washington. Let's go.